We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 85 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I've been writing about games for a long time. You may have heard of me when I was writing at IGN. That's probably where I wrote most of my stuff that you have probably read. But most recently, I also wrote for Pixelkin. I am joined, as always, by resident dad, Stephen Deutzman, who is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming and the father of three. Hi, Stephen. Three really big jerks. <laughs> oh. Okay. I can see we have a story for this week already. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute then. Um, and then also joined by... Regina McMenemy, who is author of the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game, and from the Geek Embassy. Hi, Regina. Hi, everybody. All right. Before we get started, um, I just want to take uh, a quick minute to um, to remember a game developer. His name is Roger Hanna Morash. He, um, uh, he and his wife uh, passed away very suddenly uh, last in the last couple days, couple days ago. If you weren't tapped into the game development community, then you probably um, didn't know who he was, but he was a very talented and very smart programmer. He worked for Harmonix for a long time, basically the time that they were putting themselves on the map. Uh, more recently, he had his own company and he was working on an independent game. Um, we were friends. His, he was friends with my husband more so than me because Isaac worked very much directly with him on two full projects. So um, very sad that we have uh, have lost him. Um, actually, a little anecdote too, Isaac, uh, my husband, praise does not come easy from him. If you ask him about people that he works with, then he'll say like, oh yeah, that's, you know, that person's smart or whatever. But he won't like forthcoming just tell you that someone is smart or someone is good. But he did that about Roger. And so that, that tells you something. Um, so yeah, so thoughts are with his family, and I uh, just want to take a minute to remember him. He's totally going to be missed. Now, after that sad note, we're going to move on. Uh, I, on Monday, toured the school that my daughter will be um, attending next year. They had a nice little tour for incoming kindergarten parents. And the school is great. It's still a little freaking me out that we are at this point already. <laughs> already we are at this point. Steven, did you have the same type of stuff when your oldest started? Yeah, um, it's, yeah. this is kind of funny, actually, because my wife and my oldest are actually at his information session for the magnet school that he will be going to for his middle school. Um, oh. Like, literally right now. So it's funny that you mentioned that. Um, we are having, yeah. yeah, I mean, so he went to pre-K full-time and like right. the first time we like sent him off on the bus i was like mm. what <laughs> like really yeah, right. um, <laughs> it's it's not the same now with like you know like the middle you know with our, with their younger kids it's not quite the same yeah. it's kind of old hat but you know when they hit milestones like that yeah it's crazy i i cry about everything um but i, I don't cry about <laughs> this particular topic um but I honestly don't know why. I think I'm just more kind of watching it happen. But yeah, I know it's crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, it's crazy. It is crazy. Um, she's really excited, though. Um, she, I think she doesn't quite grasp um, that she's not going to be at her current school, uh, school slash daycare. She's uh, at a kinder care three days a week. Um, but she keeps talking about being a school-ager because they have their school-agers there, which are kids that 
um, they go spend their afternoon at kinder care because their parents can't get them right away when they're out of school. So she keeps talking about how she's going to be a school-ager at her school, and we have to keep saying, no, honey, you'll Aww. be a school-ager, yes, but you won't be at that school anymore. So, um, But she is excited to start at kindergarten. Like I said, the school looks awesome. It's right down the street from our house, so we can walk which is great because we drove past the school a couple times during pickup and oh my God, the traffic is insane. So I am really happy that we can walk. It might actually force me to uh, invest in an umbrella, which is not something that I have done in a very long time. Wait, hold uh, on. Uh, wait, people in wait, 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 wait. No. You live no, wait, in no. Seattle and you don't have an umbrella uh, yet? No, that's the thing. No, 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 that's it. That's exactly it. People in Seattle don't carry umbrellas. umbrellas. Yeah. Only people visiting Seattle bring what? umbrellas. Yeah. The natives. It's true in Portland, too. People in Portland don't carry umbrellas. Oh. You have rain gear that you wear. You don't carry an umbrella yeah, like, unless right. you're from away. All right. Okay, so I am... <laughs> you have to be from away. I am then from you know the, the people from away because they have umbrellas. So I say this... <laughs> I live in Connecticut and I don't own a winter coat, so I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, but that's just so okay. So you don't own an umbrella right now, like legit. You don't no. own an umbrella. You don't even legit, have one. I like, have. You don't even no, have one like have, in the trunk of your car somewhere. No, I have not owned one since. God, since I was living with my parents, I never bought one in San Francisco. We just. Like we have, no San Francisco too. Yeah, no umbrellas have, in San Francisco. We have coats with hoods, and that has typically been enough. But if it's kind of a whole West Coast thing, yeah. like the West Coast, especially the big cities, really don't do umbrellas. I remember being in New York and having one because I didn't have an umbrella in New York yeah. either. And I walked out. Was I walking out to my car? And one of my students was freaking out that I was going to get my hair wet, and I was like, <laughs> "I'm going to be okay." Right. Uh, really gonna be okay and he's like no no take my umbrella here or walk with me in my umbrella and i'm like he's like here you hold it and i'm like i i really can't handle these things because <laughs> I like they're i'm seriously afraid of them like i you know almost poke people in the eye and he handed it to me he's like no you carry it you carry it and i do and i almost poked him in the eye and i said i told you <laughs> right. yes. that this was gonna happen yeah yeah <laughs> but it is yeah it definitely is a west coast thing uh, no umbrella I yeah just... so we'll be walking i don't know exactly how far it is i mean it's down the street but it's not like right next door so um might need to invest in an umbrella once again though jackets with hoods or at least I used to have a jacket with a hood. My Wonder Woman jacket does not have a hood. And, and you're going to about... need... That's not, <laughs> not waterproof, I bet. No, that's what I was going to say, too. Um, it's... I don't know. It's... it's uh, I have no idea if it's real leather I would or research it's it. faux leather, but... I would research uh, that. Yeah. Because that jacket's too yeah. badass. To n I want to protect your jacket, okay? <laughs> okay. I mean... <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm just thinking of you. I know you'll dry off. You're fine. You're from Seattle. You can deal with the rain. But, like, I'm being real. That jacket <laughs> is all but irreplaceable. It's like an artifact, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I, appreciate, I appreciate your concern. Okay. But let's That's get funny. to you, Stephen, and your jerk children. Why are they jerks this week? Okay, can I insert really no. quick, yeah, yeah. just because this relates so quickly? So I went to preschool fair this past weekend. My God, so we're I all feel doing like it's this. kind of funny that we're all like, yeah. right in this like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all these new things are approached, and I was having the whole, you know, uh, things changing. My my daughter's had um, regular care. She we've had someone come into the house yeah. to watch her, you know, a few days a week while I work. But she hasn't gone to school, so yeah. like the idea of her going to school. And then I started looking at the prices of some of the preschool. I know, you know. it's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. 
Wow, that's all I can say. Anyway, so I just wanted to throw that out there that we're kind of like everybody's in their different place with their kids, right, but yeah. we're all in that same spot of oh, well, they're moving on yeah. next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, that it's scary, man. It's they it it doesn't get any easier when they get older. Spoiler alert. Um, you know, it's just <laughs> yeah, a different set of problems. Uh, the, it, big kids, big problems. Oh yeah. I mean, well, our oldest is going to be eleven in March, right? So like. He's at the age now where he's figured out that he's weird. <laughs> well, I, sh- I shouldn't laugh, but I, I, mean, I think I was about that they, age when I figured it yeah, out myself. How old were yeah, the yeah. three of us when we were when we figured out we were weird? Yeah, right, yeah. And so he's like, well, he because he's realizing, like, you know, he's not wearing. You know, he goes to a school with uniforms, so it's not. The, so he probably would have figured it out earlier based on the clothes thing. Because, like, yeah. you know, he owns Pokemon and Minecraft t-shirts and, and like, polo shirts. So he's kind of like me. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I do business casual, whereas he, you know, is a kid yeah. in, this, in one of those schools. So um, so he's really struggling with that. Like, and so, you know, going to middle school is kind of a big deal because it's like going to a new place where it's people he doesn't know. So he's kind of nervous. On, he's nervous sighted, definitely. Um. Hashtag My Little Pony reference. Um, did, was that lost on you guys? No? Absolutely. I had no idea. Wow. Oh, yeah. No wow. clue. <laughs> wow. Perfect. Well, I mean, you know what? It's fine. I'll make the My Little Pony references on the podcast. It's a little odd. I'm the dude, and you guys didn't even have any idea what I was talking about, but whatever. Um, so um, so he's nervous but excited. Nervous-sighted. Do you get it? Um, so, But it's, it's interesting you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. He wants to go to an aerospace yeah. and engineering school because he wants to be a game designer when he grows up. And that's the, of the choices that he has, that's the one with all this, the math and the science and the stuff. Um, although he's yeah, actually but that's pretty prob- talented. Yeah. He, he, he won't stand out as much at that school. Like, I well, think that's, he would probably, yeah. That's what we think. Yeah. However, I actually know someone who teaches uh, earth science at that school and uh-huh. it, there are, there is like an, being that it is a magnet school in Connecticut, there are some kids that go there by na- because their parents just don't want them to go elsewhere. So that right. they don't necessarily, they're not there because for like the reason they're there because they, they just don't want to go to their regular school system. So, I mean, but I guess that's oh, the same choice okay. everywhere. He'll, yeah. I, he, it will be fine. I mean, the reality is, um, is that it's not hard to find your tribe anymore. Right. So, you know, that's the one good news is, you know, you find your peeps differently. Um, and fortunately, you don't have to depend on the people that sit on the bus with you. Um, thank right. God. Um, yeah. So <laughs> to the reason that my children are all jerks is yesterday I had a super busy day at night. We recorded Engage, a family gaming podcast once. Then I had the EFG show and then I had to record a special edition of Engage, a family gaming podcast with my brother where we did a set review for the new Magic the Gathering set. And I looked at my mm. my oldest son and I said, your mother and I have to record a podcast. So you need to go to sleep, you gremlin. And he was like, it's cool, dad. I'll go to sleep. And I'm like, if your brother makes stupid noises, you have to stay asleep. And if your sister does something, just tell her to go to the bathroom or whatever and go to because we're we're done with pull-ups now. So it's like well, right, that's right, a process. Right, yeah. So we start recording or we get ready to record. You know, you get into that little, you know, we get everybody on the Skype and we start doing the stuff and yeah, all of a sudden yeah. I hear like stomping and tromping and I'm like what in the hell is going on? So I go upstairs. 
he took a throw pillow and was having his brother and sister hold it by the four corners, and he was trying to kick it out of their hand. <laughs> Which is the farthest thing from going to sleep that I could right. possibly think of. <laughs> and then, as I walked in the room, he somehow, like, managed to, like, they all scattered, like, like cockroaches. <laughs> and then he picked up a deck of playing cards that was outside of the box and just oh, no. threw them at me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like it was going to distract wow. me from what was happening. You know, they were like... <laughs> And I was like, what? This is not the pillow you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, and I was like, no, you're going to pick those up now. And he's like, no, you have to get them because I have to go to bed. And I was like, bro, listen. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh. So, yeah. So that is why. And and then my daughter, I'm like, you need to go to bed now. And she yeah. proceeds to run into my room. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You go to your room. You're not. No. You're not doing this I'm going to try and be cute thing to get out of it. <laughs> and so then she just she just pushed at me like me me you don't love me me and I'm like listen you're 4 don't start this you don't love me crap right. now. You got to wait until you're yeah. at least 13. <laughs> so yeah, that's why my children are jerks. Yeah. Yeah, Anna does that sort of I mean she's not she doesn't do the, like the pouty like oh you don't love me. She gets like she like roars at me so like it's like she'll she'll just furrow her eyebrows and just go and it's just it's hard for me to not laugh because she looks hilarious when she does it but um but yeah yeah she strikes out as opposed to um trying to get the pity party type thing yeah Yeah. literally as we are having this discussion they just opened the door to my workspace to literally i just had to mute my microphone Interestingly enough, I did not mute my recording on Audacity, so you're going to hear it. Um, okay. I just muted Skype. Um, they decide, Megan decided that she wanted a hug. And I'm like, that's adorable, but now? <laughs> like, before I came down here, yes, she wanted now. chicken nuggets and Elena of Avalor, and she wanted nothing else. Okay? <laughs> and now, while I'm, like, I can't. Uh... I just can't with children. I mean, I love them. <laughs> Like life itself, I would fight a bear for them. But sometimes I just want to like throw pillows at them until they fall asleep. That's it. Right. Yeah. I don't want to say yes. I want to beat them. That's weird because this is a parenting pod. Like there's parenting angle yeah. on this podcast. Beating them is against. It's bad, and I understand yes. that. But sometimes I just want to throw things at them. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's why you get Nerf guns, right? Oh, we have plenty of Nerf guns. Yeah. Well, I have boffer swords in my house. Nice. So I handle I handle yeah. my business yeah. um medieval style. Right. Fortunately, right. don't worry guys, five inch five eighths inch thick foam on the kite spar. Don't worry about it. It doesn't hurt, I promise. I promise. <laughs> so video games. Yes, yes. Let's, let's <laughs> move on to video games. Um so we talked a lot about the Switch last week. Uh Steven got his pre order so he can stop yeah, having did. nightmares. Um yes, but uh <laughs> So the uh, the Pro Controller for the Switch has gone on sale, or at least up for pre-order on Amazon, and apparently sold out within half an hour. Yep. So uh, I did people not are way it. after you didn't get it? No. 
Um, I missed. Were you planning on it? Or I tried you, just okay. to, as a placeholder, but I'm not super upset. Everything I've heard has been that I'll be able to play with the two Joy-Cons and the little grippy thingy yeah, without yeah. a problem. I don't have, like, yeah. massive hands, so I'm not really worried about it. No, 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 um, that's yeah, a serious so... problem with those Joy-Cons. They're tiny. Yes, So, like, yes. if you're, like, like Shaquille O'Neal is not going to be able to use the Joy-Cons because he's a giant freaking man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you guys at least know who that is? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I was getting some blank stares, and I was like, you got to at least know who Shaq is. He was in the Lego movie. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I know who he is. Yes, okay, but you got good. a great yeah. point there, yeah. Uh, I mean, we bought two Pro Controllers for the Wii U because we're like, screw this. We're not doing this stupid touchpad stuff. Um, but that's because you hate Nintendo, played... so you spent more <laughs> money haven't... on it. We haven't played. We maybe played with them like once. Um, but anyhow, so yeah, so this controller is $70, um, which is more expensive than an Xbox One or a PlayStation 4 controller. Oh, wait, Steven. That's okay. It has an NFC reader in it and oh, motion. Okay. Like, when you okay. add up all the tech in it, it's really not that bad. It's only 10 bucks, And really, yeah. we're just going to buy them on Black Friday for half price anyway. So, whatever. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, who pays yeah. full price for Xbox and, P and PS4 controllers? Depends on how bad you need one. Right. Um, but, yeah. Okay. So, if you're trying to pre-order... Pro controller, you might be out of luck. Um, I would assume someone's gonna have them somewhere they'll by the around. time the Switch launches. So yeah, they'll um, be around. But yeah, just know that you can't really, uh, you can't really get them right now. So next piece of news: there's gonna be a video game based on Apocalypse Now. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll I, I mean, I mean, I'll, well, I... <laughs> not not really a world I want to go live. I know exactly, but, right? Know. Yeah. Okay, Fluff your boat. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, but the interesting thing is apparently you are going to play um, Captain Willard, the main character, and in the story that mm. happens in the movie. And that's one thing that I think um, movie games were kind of really bad at. Um, they tend to be better if they take place in the same universe but are not aligned perfectly with that Agreed. story. So, yep. Um, yep. so it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. It's it's actually we've heard we heard I'm. GameSpot article. They have an article about it. They said that they heard about it in 2010. It's on Kickstarter um, right now, or it's going to be on Kickstarter soon. They expect it to be another three years before they release it. So that's a good amount of time to spend yeah. on a game. So, um, But I don't know. We'll see. What's interesting is they actually got the permission and the blessing from Francis Ford Coppola. Coppola, yeah, yeah. Saying that it is that it is time. Yes, um, yeah. I mean, there has been enough time distance between the movie and the purported game that I think even if they are retelling the story beat mm -hmm. for beat, I think I think it might be different. Like, for, for example, if they did a, a RoboCop game, mm -hmm. beat for beat the same as the RoboCop movie, yeah. there's been enough time. I don't know that that would necessarily be a problem because I think there are a lot of people who might be cool with revisiting that world. And just yeah. ha adding that little extra layer of uh, interactivity to it. Um, you know, I feel almost the same way about The Lord of the Rings, which if you think about it, The Fellowship of the Ring is 15 years old now. Yeah. Shh. 
No, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. There's no talking about how old that movies are. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, it makes you me can, feel ancient. You, you can, and also, Stephen, it's perfectly fine for you to play through the story since you never read the books. So, really, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna play there. we're gonna play that card. Yeah, we're gonna play that card. Yeah. You brought it up. You brought I, it up. I brought up the movie. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. God. Anyway. So. But what? I, but what's interesting to Stephen's point about Apocalypse Now is um, it it would be interesting for the for a new generation of people who who don't know the movie yeah. as well yeah. to you know uh, maybe get them back to watching not just that movie but movies of that era yeah. and Coppola's more of Coppola's work yeah, you know yeah. can kind of you know resurgence in that kind of viewing so yeah. it could it could work really well for that like you know those of us who've it, seen it in the movie might not be as interested so yeah. is this a nostalgia so here's my question is this a nostalgia play or is this an art play because like i think of the apocalypse that'll now, depend on the game yeah i mean exactly yeah i guess that makes sense because like apocalypse now yeah. right like i don't see it on anyone's like you know top 10 mo- favorite movies of all time right but i see it mm. on a lot of lists of some of the best, one of the best movies of all time, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. Right. when I think of like favorites, that's where I think is like the nostalgia play, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, RoboCop is, is an objectively bad movie, but like there are a lot of people who just love stupid RoboCop, right? So like <laughs> that's different. And I use, I know I'm using that for a stupid reason, but like you know, like there are some movies that transcend. You know what that. I think it'll depend on? Well, okay. I think it'll depend on the music. Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. If they reuse the exact soundtrack and and take the exact music and map that into the game, that's playing on nostalgia. Mm. If How it's can they a not? new a new soundtrack based on the original, mm-hmm. then it's not as much. But if they really because that was my experience when I saw um, The Force Awakens mm. was having the music kick in, I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm, yep. you know, I'm a kid again yep. watching this." And and I think that, that that'll be the the breaker I think for this in ter- in terms of how they're positioning it. Yeah. Yeah, man. When with so. Force Awakens, when the, when that started at the beginning, the crawl, the crawl, and then the music, I literally yeah uh, tears, literally. Some yeah, me tears, too. You know? Yeah, just, just immediately like yeah. you know, and I started like a little shaking, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. I'm watching a Star Wars movie, yes. you know, yeah, like yeah. that, you know, thing. So I think that if they if they go for that in their the aesthetic that they make for this, I think then then they're definitely trying to capitalize on the nostalgia. But if they if they change it up, then they're definitely going for something new. Yeah. So another interesting thing too, we're talking about being on Kickstarter, and um, the executive producer for the developer uh, actually a quote in this GameSpot article says that the crowdfunding the game because they think traditional producers or publishers would want to turn it into a shooter. So that's pretty cool that they're yeah yeah, yeah. and have be more story driven yeah, that way. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, what are they what are they going to make it like? Uh, I think it's supposed to be an RPG. Yeah. yeah. So Sur- psychological on... survival horror RPG. That's what it's described what? as. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag buzzword. <laughs> Hashtag buzzword hell. Um, what they just what they just take a bunch of genres and throw them in a blender and turn it on? I mean, come on. I... Um, sorry. Intersectional. <laughs> sure. So here it is. Um, I don't think it's gonna make it. You don't think so? I'm on Kickstarter right now. You don't right think now. they'll finish the game? No, no, no. no. I don't think okay. it's going to make the... Uh, it has already gotten a press push. 
-hmm. It's a Kickstarter with a 900,000 goal. One day has passed because it's a 30-day Kickstarter. They raised $25,000. Not a chance in hell. No way. Yeah, that's that's big, the opening. They were banking. I mean, a a video game Kickstarter needs to make between 20 and 30% day one. If it doesn't make 20 and 30, because mm-hmm. the reality is, if it, let's say, all right, so it's 24,000 now. I've refreshed twice since we've been talking about it, and it hasn't changed a dime. Mm. Um, and so there's no it's movement. Not, there's, no, there's not a lot of movement. And so yeah. the in order for it to like, what's going to happen is like, let's say it hits 50,000 tomorrow, mm-hmm. which that's not unreasonable at this pace for it to kind of match its pace today. Um, and I mean, it is early. I mean, the, the West yeah. Coast is still a thing. But let, let's say it hits 50000 tomorrow. Somebody's going to come on Friday over the weekend and look on Kickstarter and be like, hey, there's this eh, – this isn't going to make it. I mean, unless there's a whole lot of PR coming at this game. But it's a game based on Apocalypse Now. I mean, how much more PR should this need? I mean, right. the, the yeah. Tides of Numenera, which is the, the sequel to Planescape Torment, was funded in an hour. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Do you know Planescape? Wait, Planescape Torment. Okay, so Planescape Torment is a, it's a Dungeons and Dragons role playing game that was released on PC okay. a long time ago. Arguably one of the best role playing games ever made. Um, the okay. the company in Exile is kind of who did Wasteland Three, um, and is doing some of these other kind of retro inspired CRPGs. Um, did a Kickstarter for this game. It's called Torment. Uh, something some, Tides of Numenera, which is a game in a similar vein. It's not a sequel, but it's mm-hmm. a spiritual successor. They put up a Kickstarter and they funded in an hour, hmm. and it was like a million dollars. I mean, they they asked for a lot of money and they funded like nothing. You know, like there yeah. was a Kickstarter Kingdom uh, Kingdom Death. What was it? I mean, Regina, you you do board games. Remember Kingdom Death Monster was on um, Kickstarter and it raised like. 24 million dollars like a couple of months wow so like let me get the exact number yeah um yeah Yeah, well that's you know i have a friend who runs a whole publishing you know house off kickstarter books and kickstarting books and when i was running my campaign for my book he told me you know your first day it's pretty much make it or break it and it was a little different with ink shares because they run they run longer campaigns than kickstarter with but with 30 days to fund yeah yeah, you know, you do have whatever your your trajectory of your campaign is going to be shown in that it's, first day. Be, so I yeah, exactly. I don't think it's an exaggeration to to say that if they're not killing it out the gate. And like I, like I said, I don't know. I, my, you know, my reaction is like, like I said, I don't know if that's a world I want to you know right put yeah. around. Yeah, in. and I and I also think too. You know, we were talking about there's enough distance between it right like, that actually Maybe might, it's too yeah, much might be too much distance yeah and you know yeah. a lot of the audience is like well they probably heard of the movie but not watched mm-hmm. it or Something like that. So, so that, might, big, that maybe, might be part of it as well. Maybe big fans of the ga- of that movie don't play video games. Maybe that they would be, be too. you know, maybe they would have done better doing a shot for shot just remake of the movie. Yeah. Which, for record, I don't know why people don't do that more. Like, why do we have to reimagine these movies? Why is why hasn't someone? You, have you gone over this on Geek Embassy? They did that with Psycho. Like, they did that with Psycho. Did it do well? Right, right. I, I remember that one. I, no. No, it didn't do well. 
Um, Did they do a bad job? No. No, it was beautifully shot. It was beautifully edited. It had good acting. It just, it's psycho. Like, yeah. Um, Some things you can't redo. Yeah, you know that I, well, I'm terribly embarrassed that I know this, but the the Beauty and the Beast, the live action Beauty and the Beast that's coming out, is going to be that. It's pretty much exactly what the animated film was. Why are you so, embarrassed? Um, why are you embarrassed to know what's probably going to be the best movie of this year is about? Like, let's be honest. Objectively, hate- that movie is going to make I- a trillion dollars. Do you not like Beauty and the Beast? Uh, well, I hate the Disney princesses. Oh, okay. Beauty and the Beast is probably the least objectionable to me because, number one, she's not a princess. And uh, number two, she's smart and she, you know, she basically, she doesn't act like a damsel in distress. So so she's acceptable um, to me. But I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't like the way Disney has used her in well, marketing. Yeah, used Belle in marketing? Yeah. I mean, all the, yeah. the Disney princesses, or the yeah, quote-unquote yeah, Disney I, princesses, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would have to, I have to, the, the feminist in me very strongly agrees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, there are some really disturbing themes in some of those movies. Yeah, I know, like Little Mermaid, oh my god. Um, but it, oh, don't get started. Yeah, I know, sorry. Um, no, oh, I actually, well, total sideline, <laughs> but I, my students, one set of my students for their presentation actually did. Um, an analysis of Sleeping Beauty, uh-huh. who only has the in the original Disney has twelve, twelve lines, mm. twelve <laughs> lines oh in the entire movie, yeah. twelve lines. So like they were like, oh yeah. So they compared her to Mer- Merida from Brave, right, right, yeah. So and they're talking about like the difference in how she spoke and her agency and all that, and it was you know night and day. I mean so. I think Disney's doing better. I think the new generations are better. Yeah. But, um, God, some of those old, <laughs> those older ones, yeah. even the ones you know, like Little Mermaid, and, yeah. um, but you go back to Sleeping Beauty and and Cinderella, and yeah, I start to get hives. <laughs> I get the hives. Right, yeah. No, one thing that's interesting is um, uh, <laughs> Belle from Beauty, the Beauty from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Uh, it's being played by Emma Watson, who you probably mm-hmm. know much more as Hermione Granger from the Harry Potter films. Um, but she said in an interview recently that she was offered the part of Cinderella and she turned it down because she didn't like um, kind of the, the, story. the story and yeah. what it meant. So that was pretty Good. cool. Yep. Yeah. She also. Well, I mean, you know. Go ahead, Regina. I don't want to interrupt. Oh, I was just going to say Belle is similar to Hermione in character in mm-hmm. terms of like bookish and smart and yeah. stand out for being that. Yeah. And... She, she had but... to know. Like, I would not be stunned. If she kind of had a feeling that Beauty and the Beast was coming, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that, em, that Emma Watson was literally born, destined to play Belle in a live-action movie. Maybe. I can think of Possibly. no other Maybe. human Yeah, I can kind of see that, yeah. I, I see no, I mean, bar, and no one that I have ever seen or am aware of is better suited mm-hmm. to be Belle in that movie. And it's going to be a huge cultural phenomenon. Like, that movie yeah. is going to... Yeah. That movie is going to do some crazy numbers. I want to see. You know what? I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see the final number of Beauty and the Beast versus Star Wars. Now that <laughs> that is going to be obnoxious. I don't know. Speaking of Star Wars, <laughs> how about that segue? By the way, I'm a professional. <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, wait, that was a good segue. Can I get some props? 
That was a good segue. It was. Yes. It was. That was a good segue. I was going to do some I more will. game stuff, but we can Hat tip. We can skip no, let's just do it. Really let's just get the movies um, out of the way. Hat tip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, if you have been anywhere on the internet in the last few days, <laughs> you know that the title of the next Star Wars film has been revealed, and it is going to be called The Last Jedi. There's tons of speculation going on. I agree with most of it. I'm pretty sure that that refers to Luke uh, Skywalker, obviously. And uh, I don't want to do too much speculation, but I am not terribly hopeful that Luke is going to survive through all three of these films. Oh, of course no, not. I don't think he will. Yeah. Of course not. So, um, of course he's he going to die. Not given the way the yeah, yeah the way they they tell stories and what they do. There's um, yeah. There's no way. I do want to. <laughs> it is worth noting, and this isn't necessarily speculation, but this is a clarification. But the plural of Jedi is Jedi. Is Jedi? Yes. Yes. So that is correct. That is not to correct the uh, the doctor and the professional editor, but I just want to throw it out there that je- the plural yeah, of Jedi no. is Jedi. So it could be referring to a whole oh, no, bunch no. of people. Yeah. I don't want to like you know. Yeah. No, I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't think it was singular. I didn't think it was necessarily referring to just him. Um, I did post on Facebook. I don't know if you both saw, like, uh, somebody took and put all the titles or put the the first two titles together. So Star Wars, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and then, you know, the future. So the third movie will be From His Nap. Yep. Hmm. That sounds good. (laughs) The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, From His Nap. I like it. It was just funny. (laughs) I thought it was very clever. Yeah, it is. I, I don't think it would be nap. I think you could come up with something, a, I don't know, a little less childish. It wasn't really napping. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't really napping the last oh, X number of years. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, maybe slumber or yeah. something could have been a bit better word for that. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't think it was a but legit prediction, though. I think it was meant right. to be No. Right. Yeah, it's yes, just a joke. Yes. I just wanted to clarify, because you seem to be yes. like answering this and editing it in earnest. And I think me and Regina over here were like, nah, somebody's just being a jerk on the internet. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, all right, so that movie is coming in December. So, um, oh, thank video you. Video game news? It's coming in December. Yes, we'll go back to video games real quick. Coming in December, we don't know the exact date yet. So that may actually, to Steven's uh, point about numbers, though, that may have a factor in how its numbers do, depending upon when it comes out. So it may be difficult to make a uh, a good comparison between the two until after they both. I'm not making. I'm not making a bet, but I would, <laughs> I, I, because I don't make bets with you. Um, but I would be stunned if they weren't more close than we think. You know what I mean? Like those movies yeah, are both yeah. going to do big numbers. You know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So back to games. Um, so um, the CEO of Moon Studios, which is the developer of Ori and the Blind Forest, is talking some smack about the PS4 on on NeoGAF. Um, he called the PS4 a half, I'm going to go ahead and say it. People have heard us swear on here before, a half-assed upgrade. And he thinks that the Scorpio uh, is a quote-unquote next-gen machine with the added benefit that all your old games will still be compatible. Now... To put this uh, in its perspective here, Ori and the Blind Forest is an Xbox One exclusive game. It was like a yeah. headliner for ID at Xbox. So I know how much you can trust him on that. But um, but it, 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 I always find it amusing when like CEOs of companies have like 
the gall to come out and just knock the other console. Unless they're like really sure that they're not ever going to develop for it, which is totally yeah. possible in this case. I'm pretty certain so. that he got a rather acidic email from some <laughs> folks for that post once that started hitting the news. Because, I mean, your article came from GameSpot. So yes. important people know about that. And I'm sure that Microsoft doesn't want that either. Because that's negative press yeah. that he's being a jerk. So yeah. um, I would be surprised if someone near Mr. Spencer did not send him a rather acidic email. I would be very mm -hmm. stunned knowing how corporate America works. Right. Yeah. Like, seriously, yeah, bro? Yeah, really? I know. Exactly. <laughs> really, bro? Like, with, wow. With that said, the PS, the PlayStation uh, 4 Pro is a half-ass upgrade. That's what they did. Yeah. They did it on purpose. They just yeah. made it a little bit better. It's a hardware refresh. It was meant to be, you know, a little bit better. I don't think they were expecting Microsoft to to try and make a new next-gen console without calling it that. Yeah. And, man, I'm yeah. worried about how expensive the Scorpio is going to be, man. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't thought much about it yet. Because I don't think we know. I mean, everybody is touting it as going to be this huge thing. It's going to be so cool. But we don't actually know much of anything yet. So well, it's hard we... to even speculate on that. Why don't we wait? And, why don't we... It's got a cool name. Yeah, it does. Well, it does, that's not yes. its real name. It's not going to be called that. As someone born November 1st, I am a fan of the Scorpio name. But um, I'm fairly confident that that's not actually going to be its product. And also, oh, let's all three of us be real. Nicole's going to know a whole lot about it as soon as uh, Halo Halo Wars 2 is done in development. I'm guessing. You know I'm what? Guessing. Honestly, honestly, uh, honestly, <laughs> Isaac doesn't know much. Like, seriously. Oh, I, I don't like, think he knows anything yeah. now. I don't think he knows anything now. I mean, he's got a project to do. They're not going to distract yeah. him with with funny toys and new dev kits. He's got work. But I'm it's the uh, the the whole console um, department, you know, is totally separate from Microsoft Studios yeah. from the game developing part, and they keep that thing on lockdown, like crazy lockdown. So I will not be surprised um, if we don't know anything about it until like they actually like announce the details. All right. Okay. I'm totally well, thinking I, that that's I, what would happen. I presume I will. Uh, I will defer to your expertise, being that you understand the nature of your husband's job more than I do. Yeah. So that's uh, I still I think you'll know more about it before than I before I do. Possibly. That's um, a fair. That's a fair assessment. But um, uh, funny little anecdote I got. Um, so uh, we spent um Christmas with uh, Chris Charlo, who is head of ID at Xbox, and he was telling us. How he was walking through the Microsoft campus and like past the back of a building and there was a door left open. Um, and then there was, you know, somebody's desk was right there and there was something weird like on the desk, like some type of crazy thing. And the person noticed that Chris was looking and like slammed the door shut like right away. <laughs> and this is the head of ID at Xbox. So if they don't want him seeing things, then, you know, <laughs> that's how they yeah. work over there. Yeah, that's fair. It's, yeah, that's fair. Hey, can so. you uh, get? Can you speaking of Chris Charlotte? Can you get your boy to get them to hurry up and make Cuphead? Can we get this <laughs> game freaking done? Can he like just go like stand outside their door and just look at them angrily? <laughs> like, guys, can you finish the stupid Cup game? Because we've been waiting for three years, and uh, the editor in chief of EngageFamilyGaming.com, it's one of his anticipated games of the year. Can you make this happen? Can you do that for me? Can you tell him? <laughs> 
Is he your Facebook friend? I will Can you try. just throw that up there? Yes, he's my Facebook friend. So just uh, throw him throw a message out on Facebook. Tell him that I. Oh, <laughs> you, you should get, have said something that? before the holidays. I could have totally just asked him in person. Uh, I didn't. But anyhow. I, I, it didn't occur to me to try and manipulate my, our friendship to try and get games published faster. It just wasn't <laughs> something on my list. Anyway. Okay. All right. Um, uh, so a new Pokemon game launched on uh, iOS and Android. I didn't even know this thing was coming. Did you guys no one know did. this thing was coming? Nope, no one did. It uh, just appeared. Yeah, it just appeared. Um, and it's garbage. So it's called... Oh, is it? Gar- I haven't played it yet. Um, it's Go called ahead. Pokemon Duel. It's like it's turn-based strategy-ish, sort of. Am I it's wrong about that? It's a board game. That? Yeah, it's, it's not turn-based game. strategy. Okay. It's a board game. It okay. should have just been a board game, is what it should have been. They should have just released a, a board game and sold blind bag pieces. They would have made a million dollars. This, I mean, they're going to make a lot of money on it, but it's yeah, it's a gotcha game. It's just an, it's uh, like it's a gotcha game. So it's just like uh, Fire Emblem Heroes is going to be in a month. Or in a week. Mm. A week, actually. Mm. Only yeah. it's a gotcha game with Pokemon. So. Right. Yeah. Infinity dollars. <laughs> right. But exactly. the game itself yeah. is not that great. I mean, it's whatever. Okay. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to download it and check it out. Regina, have you have you checked it out? No. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't. I saw it. I saw it. It was just, I I don't have a lot of experience with Pokemon, so I'm not drawn in by the fran- that franchise or that. Yeah you know, grouping, so it's just kind of like, meh, you know. Yeah, I'll probably, um, I'll probably download it on the iPad for Anna, because she keeps wanting more Pokemon. She asks to play Pokemon Go all the time, and I never want to let her because it's such a battery drain. I'm like, I need my, oh God, that's horrible. I need my phone for other <laughs> things. I can't have it drain my battery. And then she's been playing Pokemon Black, which she, you know, we dug up out of somewhere that I got that game a bazillion years ago. <laughs> Um, and so she was playing that, and then I also have Pokemon Shuffle on her iPad. She's playing that as well. She She's just started asking for Pokemon cards um, because some little kid at her school is, like, crazy into Pokemon cards, and he's, like, trying to teach her how to play the game and it all that kind of begins. stuff. So, yeah, so she's hitting, she's hitting the Pokemon really hard, I know. So I'll probably download this so she can play it because, you know, she can't mm-hmm. get into buy stuff. Um, without entering my password in the store, so right. I don't have to worry about yeah. her buying things. But it's more Pokemon for her, so should be happy. Just don't ever fall asleep with your phone and have her learn that your finger pays. Oh. Because there was actually an article about a three or four year old who spent like five hundred dollars in you know on iTunes yeah. <laughs> upgrades while his mom was napping, just using her finger to pay. So. Oh. <laughs> That's some right. Mission Impossible shit right there. I mean, I like, seriously. Yeah. It was a four-year-old, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, wow. They figured out that all you had to do was just put the finger on there while you're sleeping. But... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's I'm, I'm sure that's probably something that you have to, like, either activate a setting for or turn a setting off. I'm almost positive. Yeah. There's got to be. You can, I'm sure in the game you could turn off the finger, or in your um, your marketplace you can turn off the finger, yeah. you know, yeah, you didn't have to force the code in. Yeah. But I'm sure wow. there's a setting, but buyer beware. Yeah, or... it's still funny. Yeah. yeah. That's a smart kid. <laughs> that is a smart <laughs> kid. That's the first thing I thought was. Yeah. Uh, that is, that's really funny. It's like. That's some craft right there. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the poor person be... that lost $500. Right. 
Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this kid's going to turn into, right, like... because it was your finger. Yeah, right. So you exactly. can't even, like, claim... You can't even claim fraudulent I purchases because exactly. it's your fingerprint. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, but this kid... But it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, anyway, He's going to be, like, a fingerprint, like, sleuth. Right. When he grows right. up. So, <laughs> wow. That is crazy. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, I would not put that past Anna doing something like that. She has been. I wouldn't put it. I have to like actively like hold the iPad away from her while I enter in the code because she keeps sneaking mm-hmm. over her shoulder. She got it right once, but I don't know if that's because she saw Isaac enter it in like right there at that time. Right. Um, she hasn't done it again since. But um. But yeah, it's like <laughs> actively have to like turn it away from her when I enter uh in the unlock code. So. And also had to delete YouTube the other day too because she'd been co- going into YouTube and watching videos without our su- our supervision. I mean, she didn't see anything bad or whatever, but oh, the right, first yeah, time yeah. I saw well, her, do, yeah, first time I saw her do it, I was like, "You need to have me or Daddy sitting with you when you're gonna do this." And then the next day, she was in it on herself by herself, and I was like, "I told you, I'm like, we're gonna get rid of it." So I just deleted the whole app. Told Isaac, I'm like, yeah. "YouTube is gone from the iPad. Don't put it back on." So, but yeah, yeah, fun stuff. Yep. <laughs> These kids. Yeah, I mean, there's the YouTube Kids yeah. app though. Yeah, That's okay. I know, but I, you know, the way she got started is, up. um, it was actually I think it was within Plants vs Zombies Heroes somewhere. Um, saw something and she was watching Let's Plays of Plants vs Zombies Heroes or people that had hacked the original game that put like crazy stuff like big fat roosters or something in it instead of <laughs> well what yeah i think they had an ad on um heroes for a deck building video like how to uh, maximize one of the decks that's probably what that it was. if you yeah. if you tapped on it automatically took you to youtube and so she probably hit that and from that connected into the let's play videos yeah um so that's probably what happened yeah and that was running for a few days it was you know it kept popping up so yeah yeah i'm sure that's what it was yep. it's funny though because she saw you know these videos of the original game where people obviously um hacked and put some other stuff in there and she's asking me that i want to play with the roosters or whatever that was in yeah. there and i had to explain to her i'm like that's not really in the game like somebody yeah. somebody like stole the game and took it apart and put it yep. back together yep. so yeah so that was that was a funny one there um but anyhow um square enix is going to be saying something cool about something um tomorrow we're, we're recording tomb this on Wednesday. exciting announcement yeah well, I, it's tomb raider i'm hoping it's tomb raider um by the time you listen to this we will know what square enix is going to say you will have heard it already uh if it's yeah. if it is tomb raider i will be ecstatic you're gonna be very happy, so happy. it's tomb raider yes Yes. I'll do I'll do I'll do push-ups in the rain. It's freaking it's going to be freaking it doesn't rain in Connecticut anymore right now, so. With or without an umbrella. I actually don't own an umbrella cuz it doesn't really rain that much. We're like, you know, it's drought conditions in in the northeast. So, um but I mean, come on. I mean, it's got to be cuz Final Fantasy 15 just came out. What are they going to do? Announce another Final Fantasy Final Fantasy game? Like that's crazy. It's got to be Tomb Raider. It is the 30th anniversary of Final Fantasy. You don't think yeah, maybe they would announce, like, a big collection or something? They already have a thing on the 29th. Oh, okay. They have, like, I a thing that, that they're going to do. So, oh, I mean, they, there are rumors that they're going to do a, a collection of 1 through 9. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking – I actually did a whole EFG show where I talked about – where I basically vibrated about the, uh, the <laughs> rumors because, I mean – 
Like, can you imagine, like, me, a grown man, just shaking about video games? Of course you can. You guys know who I am. So, no. But, I mean, so, if that's what they announce, then I'll, I mean, I'll gladly be very happy. But, no, I can't yeah. imagine that it's not Tomb Raider. Because it's, I mean, it's time. Yeah. Yeah. They it's been two the years. Last DLC. Uh, yeah, the last DLC was last um, fall when it yeah. finally came out for um, PS4. In the comments of they're talking about Marvel posted that they're having an announcement tomorrow too, at this around the same time. So mm, Marvel is in bed. Marvel's know. in bed with Capcom. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah pretty much. But but Disney okay. is going all crazy. I mean, if there's yeah, if <laughs> Square Enix is if Square Enix is doing some kind of Marvel thing, I mean, ew, I don't even know. I can't even speculate. That would be insanity. <laughs> That would be absolute yeah. insanity. Hopefully, it's not a crappy mobile game. Can we can we just release? Can we announce like a game? That has also been yeah. That's also been said in the comments here. Uh, like, ah, oh, it's just gonna be some mobile game. Not be a mobile wow. game. Just just announce just announce Tomb Raider. Yeah. Um, I have uh, I know that you have uh, another story left, but I have uh, some news that I neglected to mention to you. So whenever okay, you're done, ahead. I'll pick up. No, no, no. I mean, you have the VR okay. one that you want yeah, to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Serious games, games for good. So Valve, um, oh no, not Valve, HTC is offering uh, $10 million uh, to people who uh, create VR content that is basically serious games. Uh, Specifically, quote unquote, VR content and technologies that will transform the world. Um, So uh, this is being done in connection with uh, the United Nations Sustainable sustainable development goals um and then the the games have to focus on one of those goals so there's like end to poverty war all kinds of things which i don't know but i'm sure that you could look up i'm reading eric's um post on pixelkin right now so um but yeah so they say some of the examples of stuff that they're looking for include putting people in war zones and i'm like oh my god that is the worst thing in the world who would actually want to do that like really Seriously? I mean, I am mean, I alone on this? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> there's, I'm, I'm sure there are some people. Okay. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah. But the second one sounds cool, placing people inside math equations. Like I don't have any idea how that would work, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> it does sound cool. So, uh, so yeah, so you can uh, read about more of that on Pixelkin. They are... Um, there's a VR for Impact site. Let me pull up the. Uh... Oh, it's just vrforimpact.com. So you can go there to check out uh, what's going on there. And there's been a contest going. Uh, winners are going to be announced on April 22nd. Okay, that's my gaming news. Steven, what else did you have? So I have, uh, <clears throat> if I if I uh, may be indulged by the court, uh, three small uh, pieces of news that I think are relevant. Uh, one. Okay. Disney Infinity closed. The developer, Avalanche Studios, has reopened under Warner Brothers. Now, here's what's interesting. They're reordering under Warner Brothers, but their first game, did you see that? No, I didn't see that. It's based on Cars 3, which is not Warner Brothers. So um, so they're going to do a license game based on Cars 3. Here's, I'm going to, I'm shouting this out into the ether. Avalanche Studios, make it a cart racer or just don't bother. Yeah. That's it. Just make well, it a cars cart racer. Too, um, 
Cars 2 was a kart racing game. It was pretty cool. I played a lot. I had re- I reviewed it for IGN and I played it a lot. And it was it was a lot of fun. It was basically a kart racer. Um, a little bit more serious, although that doesn't make sense. A tad more serious than than Mario Kart, like not quite as as goofy. I mean, it was still it's hard to explain. It was like a sliver less goofy than the Mario Kart. But there wasn't a big bullet you could ride from the back right, and just yeah, run over no, everybody no, no. when you were in last place. And the oh, okay. like the the um, the the things that you the power ups that you would pick up were more uh, weapon like. So there was like a mm. rocket launcher type thing and stuff like that. But yeah. But Cars Cars Two was that. Steven, you didn't play that game. I'm surprised. I, I didn't. That was before EFG existed. I think. Mm, okay. Yeah, um, it was a good game. The last, like, game... So, like, I have a bad habit of, like, trying... I tried to pick up Turbo, which was one of the last, like, truly, like, released licensed titles that came out. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. a game about a racing snail that, like, wants to race yes. in the Indy 500. And I, there's a review on EngageFamilyGaming.com. It is the only scathing review I've, I have ever given. Normally, <laughs> yeah. I, am, I say things are bad, but, like, in a nice way. This one I wrote, like, a... Like, I went Colin Moriarty on this thing. <laughs> wow. All right. Let me, I went for real. And you know why? Because it wasn't a racer. It's wasn't not a racing racer. game? It's, it, you know what it was? It was a ripoff of um, Tony Hawk. Oh. Which makes good. no sense because it's not, you weren't even racing. You were trying to do tricks. Anyway, so um, Avalanche Software, We were. I was hoping that they would land on their feet. They did, and they're doing some contract work. Yes. I'm excited about this. Um Cars 3 is going to make a lot of money this summer because Cars is a big property. It looks like they're returning yeah. back to their roots. He's not going to be a super spy anymore. He's going to be like a race car, you know, like he's yeah. supposed to be. The trailer um, for that was kind of weird. Did you see the trailer for that? Oh, it's the like one where serious. he crashed? The one where he yeah. crashed? Yeah, that was dark. It's like all serious. Um, yeah, yeah no, I know. it's fine. <laughs> I, my oldest son was two when cars came out so i watched that movie so many times i have (laughs) i this this is no joke i watched that i watched that movie so so many times i i developed a crush on bonnie hunt that is how many times i watched that movie because bonnie hunt did the voice for the hot porsche that had the uh that had the pin striping on the back hot porsche i know exactly i know i know you know what i'm talking about i knew but just developing a crush on someone. On Bonnie Hunt because of a her car character. character. Listen, that's, just... it did psychosis. It's a mental illness. I'm not going to lie. And I think I'm, still, oh, I think I'm still suffering. All right, so next. I mean, I, it's, 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 the, Can it's I say only... something about Turbo real quickly, though? No, not go the ahead. game, the movie. I didn't see, I only saw that, like, really recently. They um, let Anna watch it. But oh my God, Samuel L. Jackson is a snail. Brilliant. Samuel L. Jackson is so hilarious. Brilliant. I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it was just, you know, he's this cute little snail. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. It's, oh, it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. If you haven't seen yeah. the movie, watch it just for that. Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. It's worth it. I'm not even. I'm, absolutely. So um, this is my last one. I'll skip the other one because I think it's worth a, a topic for next week, actually. But um, okay. Evo 2017 is this mm-hmm. July. We all know I love talking about some Evo. Um, they announced yeah. the lineup. Um, mm. So I want to talk about it because it's actually kind of interesting. Um, so here are the confirmed games. Um, there are nine. The 10th is being selected by, from a pool of nine games based on donations to charity. But the, the oh, nine games that cool. we know are coming, 
are Street Fighter V, duh. Um, Guilty Gear XRD Revelator, Super Smash Brothers for Wii U, Super Smash Brothers Melee, Injustice 2, Blaze Blue Central Fiction, Tekken 7. I'll, I'll get that. I'll tell Sorry, you in a minute. Like, it's Japanese. That's all you need to know. It's okay. Japanese. Tekken 7 okay. and King of Fighters 14. Now, here's what's interesting. Tekken 7 comes out June 2nd. Oh my gosh, that's not going to give people very so much they're, time. They're gonna, so we're going to see some real raw play. Yeah. So it's actually going to be kind of interesting. I'm looking to see it because normally there's like a little bit of lead time. So we're really going to mm-hmm. see some very raw strategies at the Tekken tournament. Now, um, the rema- Now, what's interesting is there are still two Smash Brothers games in EVO. One of them yeah. is a GameCube game that came out when most of us were like in college. Um, right. Actually, I was even younger than that. Um, so... The like because it's freaking it's crazy. Um, and yeah. Marvel versus Capcom three, not guaranteed a spot at Evo, mm. which is insanity to me. Now I don't know if when is either, that supposed to be coming out. I don't know. Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom three is the game there. Uh, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite does not have a release date other than twenty seventeen. Okay. It's clearly after Evo because. My, I mean, When's Marvel is like a is a meme. My son has a T-shirt yeah. that says When's Marvel, <laughs> um, because that's his favorite game is to watch Justin Wong play. He just wants to watch Justin Wong play Marvel vs. Capcom three. So, the uh, tournament is uh, when is it? It's July fourteenth, the sixteenth. I will be talking about it a lot afterwards. I promise I won't talk about it much until then. Maybe to talk okay. about the uh, the winner of this little competition. Uh, right now, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is winning by about $1,000, but right behind it, ARMS for the Switch. Mm, interesting. Interesting. That would make um, for an interesting game uh, to watch, I think, I too, mean, I want to see some pro- I want to see some pros. Yeah, I want to see some pros play uh, ARMS, because you know, I mean, <laughs> basically, if you win, you're guaran- the winner is guaranteed a $10,000 prize. Mm-hmm. Right. If I got good at that game, I'd go to Vegas and try and win $10,000 playing a Switch game. Right. Why not? Yes. I mean, what's the worst that can sure, happen? Why not? Why not? So there you go. That is my addition to the news pile. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, let's go ahead and move into what we're playing. I've been playing more Stardew Valley. I'm at, like, you know, on Steam. Because you have a Steam problem. T- <laughs> I do have a problem. You know, if you before you launch the game on Steam, it tells you how long you've played. Playing, yeah. And what I am up your, to 170, 170 yes. hours. Wow. Regina, Regina, she's getting. Oh my. She's gonna catch up with our WoW slash played at this point. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was just thinking that. Yeah, I'm like, um, mm-hmm. if so you catch up, more, if you ahead, catch up to our slash played in WoW, you you have a, an official problem because we had a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm playing with Anna. She sits with me, and we play together a lot, which is which is very very cool. And I think offsets the That's whole awesome. I have a problem thing because I am <laughs> I am spending quality time with my daughter while playing this. Um, and then the other thing that I've been playing as well is gone back to Disney Fantasia Music Evolved because I'm trying to ease back in to exercising, and that is a great game for exercise, at least for me because I dance and everything while I'm doing it. So. Yeah, um, cool. Pro- I didn't look it up. You can probably get that game for pretty cheap now um, if you have a Kinect. Um, 
other thing cool about the Kinect, our Kinect hasn't been hadn't been plugged in for like forever. And I wanted to play Fantasia and it wasn't plugged in and Isaac was in England and I couldn't find the cord and I wasn't going to move the Xbox One because it's sitting on a glass shelf in our entertainment center. And I've tried to move it twice before and both times the glass shelf has fallen. It hasn't broken, but it's fallen and I'm left holding this very heavy Xbox One trying to, you know, plug a cord into the back of it. So otherwise, you know, in one arm. Doesn't work very well. Um, so anyhow, so I'd wait for him to plug it in, but that also because it wasn't plugged in, we haven't been using the voice commands. And I know I'm a survey of one. The voice commands um, always worked pretty well for me in the past, but now it's the Cortana. So instead of saying Xbox this or that, you say, hey, Cortana, do this. So the last, the, the few times that I have launched up Disney Fantasia, I have not used a controller at what? all. All I had to do was oh, press wow. the power button. Everything else was voice command, and it worked amazingly. Again, survey of one, but if you haven't tried, yeah, I had a terrible, I had a terrible time with the voice commands. Yeah, so. that, they that and my Netflix always made it do weird things. So. Yeah. Well, granted, I've only done it with that game, but I was yeah. able to have it sign me in. I was able to have it launch the game. I was able to have it go home. I was able. That's to awesome. Do everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. They work. Anyhow. I still yeah. have my Kinect hooked up, and I only use it for voice control. Yeah, that's the only reason Fantasia? we have the Kinect. I don't, but it's only eleven dollars on Amazon. Get it? Twelve dollars. <laughs> totally I'm sorry, it's eleven. I order it too. Um, it's out of it's yeah. out of stock yeah. right now. Oh, oh, sad. Yeah. Well, you should log on to the Xbox Store and see how much it is. It's probably on sale there too. No, they don't. Um, yeah, but anyhow, so that's what I've been playing. I doubt they discounted it. I'm I'm cynical uh. today. Yeah, uh, well, whatever. <laughs> I'm cynical. Um, okay, what about you guys? What have you been playing? I've been continuing on Tales from the Borderlands, um, Telltale. Um, I absolutely love it. Um, it's interesting. My friend, uh, David, who I was talking to about it, uh, I told him that I had started uh, Wolf Among Us, and I kind of lost interest in it uh, when it revealed that it was a serial killer it was going to be dealing with. Right. I think the content is a little too dark for me right now. Um, but I love the balance in Borderlands of um, terrible, horrible things that people are doing and the humor right. and the sarcasm. Yeah. Um, so just that play is just like, that's my like happy face and my happy place. Yeah. So <laughs> I go in and I'm laughing and watching people blow things up. And uh, Hans I just got to the point where Handsome Jack came back in um, Reese's head. And so... <laughs> <laughs> he's like talking to this invisible version of handsome jack and that just that whole th that whole idea just cracks me up like <laughs> handsome jack is in one person's head right now <laughs> nice nice <sighs> so i've been enjoying that um i had board game uh day this weekend and i talked with all my friends about the ios app for mysterium but none of us have downloaded it yet uh, I'm very interested in it uh, because there's um, there's a story mode that you play individually um, that gives a backstories of the um, uh, psychics. Because the idea of Mysterium is you're trying to solve a murder and the psychics are giving you clues, you know, or the ghost is giving you clues through the psychic, which are oblique and hard to understand. Um, so I'm not sure how it w would work as a multiplayer game. Um, but I'm really interested to see if I can get in and start doing some of that story content to see what the background in it is about. Cool. So, yeah. what, what games did you play at Board Game Day? Uh, we played Mysterium. We played. Um, uh, what did we start out with? We started out with something else, didn't we? 
I can't remember. We played Seven Wonders. We played Seven Wonders Duel to show it to a friend of mine. And we played a game called Villainy, um, which was from Mayfair, which I had never heard of before, but was a bunch of um, like old school comic book villain stuff. So like your your dastardly deeds that you're trying to do are kind of like uh, uh, oversimplifications of comic book storylines. So like my friend's first deed he had to do was find a henchman who was loyal enough to him to uh, light a bag of dog poo on fire and put it on like the ultimate bad guy's door. Um, my yeah, like seriously, that was like on That's the card. I was tweeting heavy some of stuff. Them heavy they, stuff. They were kind of hilarious. And like my ultimate goal, like my to win like the game, I had to um, erase the bad guy's um, internet browser history. So I had to have someone who was good, a good hacker and nice. Nice. <laughs> high intelligence and all that to go up in that. Yeah, so it was really, it, it was, that was a long, that was a hard game to play. It took a long time for us to finish it because we were learning it as we were playing it. And my friend had only played it like once before, I think. So we were kind of like learning as we went. Um, so it was a little bit of a, a drag. But uh, once we finally got to the end where we all knew what we were doing, it was pretty fun. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Yep. Yeah. Very fun. All right, Steven, what have you been playing? <laughs> I'll bring it home. I have been playing. Uh, so, uh, so little story on this one. I'll make it fast. Uh, January twentieth. I was really depressed. Okay. <laughs> and so, um, not and you know what? And not for the mm-hmm. reasons that anyone might suspect. I was. I don't know what. I was just having a bad day. It was. I was frustrated, and so I. I needed retail therapy. So I went to game. I went to my local GameStop, and they all know me. Um, and, uh, so I walked in and I talked to the manager and I said, what games came out today? Because I need to buy one. Um, and she was like, well, how about Dragon Quest? And I was like, I'm in. So I bought Dragon Quest Eight: Journey of the Cursed King, which is a 3DS remake of a game that was out on the PS2 and I believe the GameCube, but at least PS2. Um, it is a faithful recreation of that and it looks great. I actually watched some YouTube videos of the PS2 version. Um, this looks better despite the fact that it's on the on the 3DS. The small screen really helps it because you know, I mean, there's yeah. some anti, you know, there's some aliasing issues and all that, but whatever. Um, the voice acting is hilarious, and the whole the journey of the cursed king. You're the hero, and you're just helping this frog-looking dude who is a king get uncursed. That's it. It's super light. It's not the. I mean. The first monster that I got attacked by was obviously a slime, but then after that I got attacked by two by two peppers that were like really angry because they were on a skewer, and they're like they were trying to fight me. Um, so it's just a really light game. Um, I've and what's interesting is I've never really played Dragon Quest games. Like I knew that they existed. I mean I played Dragon Warrior back uh-huh. because that's technically a Dragon Quest game, but like I never played any of the others. Um, so this is a really cool entry into that series. Uh, so if you are, if you own a 3DS and you're looking for a little role-playing game action, maybe you are, uh, you know, recovering from Final Fantasy 15 and maybe Tales, <laughs> maybe Tales of Berseria, which also, which came out the other day is a little bit not your style. Then, uh, yeah, this is super light, super light, super easy. Cool. Yeah, that's it. Cool. That's it. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah, well, I pretty much. Okay, good. Uh, I think that's going <laughs> to wrap it up. Good. You um, don't play games. Week. You don't play games, Steve. <laughs> I don't like it when you play games. Sorry. Oh, uh, okay. 
if you have questions, comments, or feedback, or if you would simply just like to tell Steven that he's stupid, you can send us an email at gamingwithpaul.com. Wow. Shots fired. <laughs> Go ahead. Why don't you repeat that email? Gaming with, gaming with wow. the moms at or you can tweet at us at gamingwithmoms. Uh, Steven, who is not really stupid, I was just joking, is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming. And tell us about Engage Family Gaming, Steven. Wow. I'm so let me I need to compose myself. He's for a still minute. burning. I'm, like I wow. see a little smoke <laughs> lifting off. Like <laughs> it's it singed the beard a little bit. Definitely I see a little singe. like puff of smoke. Oh, I mean definitely. You can see the white part. Coming that's off really the beard some. that's ash that I have to like wipe off. There's a few. Yeah. There's a few more white yeah, a bit right more. there. Um, so <laughs> sorry. I was kidding. I'm on that. No, that was that was real good. I just understand <laughs> understand this. My vengeance will be swift and unexpected. Um, okay. Just understand this. Um, so, um, Engage Family Gaming is a website on the internet where parents like myself, my wife, my brother, and several others come together to give you the information that you need to get your family game on. So, uh, head to the website, like us on Facebook, the uh, Twitter, the Instagram, all that stuff. But, most importantly, go to EngageFamilyGaming.com slash community and join the Facebook group. We, you know, we mess around in there. It's fun. Nice and light. We are not going to spam the crap out of you like every other group on the internet, so that's fun. Um, also, uh, Monday through Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I do the EFG show where I recap all of the news. Um, so if, you're, if you haven't heard enough of me talking about the news on this show, you can hear me talk about it all by myself on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Regina uh, is from the Geek Embassy and uh, author of the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game. Regina, I'm not going to put words in your mouth this week, so what do you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, definitely go check out the Geek Embassy. My partner in crime, Rhonda, has a article up that went up today about how to make your own uh, window coverings without sewing. Cool. So um, that her own, like artistic and Rhonda's very good with some of the artistic and crafty stuff so definitely go check that out um i don't have an article up this week but next week we will be continuing our good words series about how to write well um with me and author evan graham um and as always we have all, all kinds of new geeky stuff uh we just had an article up about the sims expansion cool that just came out they have toddlers in the sims i'm yeah. not really sure why anyone would would ever want a virtual toddler? Um, <laughs> You'd since be I have a well, real life one. <laughs> honestly, I I don't know if I ever played with actual toddlers. But the comment I want to make is like, oh my god, they finally have toddlers. It only took them like yes. five expansions. That's, or, that's what Isabella was talking yeah. about. Like, oh my god, you finally got this this caught up, which was cool. And she's and she did. She posted a bunch of screenshots, and it's really cute. The the clothes and the environments for the toddlers are adorable, yeah. but. You know, I really did have a moment like, I don't know that I really need my virtual re life to reflect that part of life. <laughs> yes. No, totally understand that. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening, and we will be back with you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.